What's up, folks, and welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. This one's going to be on FluffTube. I got Ismael, Ismael Perez. Ismael Perez on with me right now. We're going to be talking about the uh, Galactic War. And I just did an interview with Kerry Cassidy about AI, the ET agenda, uh, the, the true war that humanity is fighting is not just the political realm. People need to understand this. This goes way beyond. I always say it's biblical, but you're taking it to another level of understanding. Well, yes, it is biblical, but it has to do with extraterrestrials, maybe. I mean, good and bad, the angels and the demons. What are they really? I'm open-minded. I'm open-minded. Uh, I suggest my audience be open-minded. This is good stuff. But first, folks, <laughs> you knew it was coming. Noble gold, folks. Get your noble gold. Are you new to investing and have savings you need to protect? Right now with the Middle East War, the Ukraine War, and maybe Taiwan soon, you're going to need gold and silver. You need a playbook that's safe, folks. Allocate some gold now and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. When fear reigns, gold protects the wise. Uh, Noble Gold Investments offers a free five ounce America the Beautiful coin with new IRAs this month. Uh, shield your savings with Noble Gold Investments IRA. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now and uh, get started, folks. Colin Plume is, a, I can say he's a friend. He's a good friend of mine now. And uh, that's all I'm doing. I'm getting gold and silver. Ismail. And by the way, Ismail has a book, has a book, the Co- Our Cosmic Origin. Is that on Amazon? It is, yes. Mm-hmm. Our cosmic origin on Amazon, and you're starting your book tour next week. Any yeah. chance you'll stop in El Paso? Uh, not this time around. However, I was there last year on my book tour. This time, I'm just going to be hitting up Salt Lake City, Utah, Denver, Colorado, St. Louis, Missouri, Farmingdale, New York, okay. um, Boca Raton, Florida, and Naples, Florida. That's it. Just keeping it small. Cool. Cool. All right. So let's get started here, man. I mean, the war between good and evil. Uh, you kind of bring a different kind of level of uh, intel and expertise to this. I mean, it's really some people are going to think this is far out there, but I, I leave an open mind. I mean, look, I have all kinds of people on my show. I even have flat earthers. So I I, mm-hmm. I, I, I dive into all of it, right? Because I don't think you can leave any stone unturned. But where can mm-hmm. we even start here? I mean, obviously, we're watching good and evil battle it out right now. The thing that, that I think confuses me the most is why would anybody – be on the losing team, which is the evil team, but they don't think they're going to lose. This is something that's uh, they're fighting to the death, and both sides think they're right. Both sides think they're actually good in this fight. Correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that what he was doing was good when he was, you know, um, implementing eugenics and yeah. trying to take over the world. I mean, he he believed that he was like the Messiah, that he was led by good. So it's definitely genetic. You know, um, a lot of the you could say the reason why these groups do what they do is because it's embedded within their genetics, which brings me to the topic of, again, the war between angels and fallen angels. So I, I want to make a comparison that the angels in all of the religious books, which are here um, in service to humanity, are actually the guardian races that we disclosed in the you know ufology uh, community right those are the positive extraterrestrials um and really what do, you mean, te- what do you mean they're here do they come and go as they please or are they are they i mean are they taking ships in and out of here or when you when you say they're here what what species is this well there are um, different types of species um and what i mean by they're here is that they're actually 
monitoring the situation on earth because you know our earth is is considered like the most important planet in our universe and there's many reasons why you know this is like the ultimate masterpiece in in our creator's um you could say uh in, in our creator's agenda earth is like you know epicenter of everything so the angels or may i say the guardian races and you know they go by many names. Some people might uh, see them as the Pleiadians. Uh, some people might see them as the Venusians. Some people might see them, see them as the Andromedans. Um, these are races that have um, that are actually in alignment with with Prime Creator Source. Uh, bear in mind that all the extraterrestrials out there that are positive, they all believe in the One God. You, you know, it's it's not like every race has their own God. No, no, no. We we live in a universe that is teaming up with life and that it is holistic. In other words, it is an integrated whole. To give you an example, um, it is proven by science that our planet itself is a living entity. It's, it's conscious, it's sentient. And in turn, our our solar system is sentient. Our galaxy is sentient. Um, and our universe is sentient. In, in, a, in a sense, our universe is organic. You know, our, our universe is the accumulation of all the consciousness of all the souls becoming an oversoul. So in that regard, we might think of God as the accumulation or aggregation of all the living uh, souls um, accumulated into one big oversoul. So we call that the oversoul. And, and that's who the positive races serve. They serve the one, inf- they call it the one infinite creator um, because it has no end and it has no beginning, by the way, you know, this, this creator has always existed. And so, in that regard, you could say that the the positive extraterrestrials are here, um, making sure that the dark side does not blow up the planet, you know, and they have been interfere, intervening. There's a lot of proof that a lot of positive extraterrestrials have actually neutralized nuclear facilities. I've seen and those videos. The- I've seen those videos. So, so what's so what's the dark side agenda? I mean, that sounds so much like Star Wars. But what's the uh, like, what's it really is? What's the <laughs> what's the what, what what would they be? The reptilians? What what are we looking at here when we say the bad ETs? I mean, are they the ones that are trying to be trying to be our gods? Yes, they are. They're 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 the ones that disconnected from that unity consciousness. You know, the ones that defected from uh, the allegiance to Prime Creator Source. Um, and the ones that have been wrecking havoc, not only on Earth, but across the entire universe. So, yes, we could say that they are the reptilians, the serpent beings, you know. The but not just of- them. I mean, it's not just the reptilians. I mean, when I think of, like, the book of Genesis, I'm like, wow, a snake that, uh, I guess, uh, you know, seduced Eve or, 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 or manipulated Eve. I think, about, I think about it more and more in my mind. Was it reptilian? Was it a reptilian? Yeah, so what are we looking at here? I mean, what is this? Well, what is this exactly? Serpent people, you know, people that have uh, slit eyes. They have the vertical eye slits. Uh, they look like walking crocodiles. Some of them have tails. Some of them do not. Um, and it is depicted, and even in our Bible, down to the T. You know, the, the the demons. We could say that the reptilians are symbolically explained in the Bible as the demons. You know, scaly skin, uh, serpent uh, eyes. They look like devils, right? Like just like the Sith. I've always believed that George Lucas was actually drawing from the Akashic records of our galactic wars to write Star Wars and, you know, he created his own characters. But it's 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 a summary of the Orion Wars, you know. Can, <laughs> so I, can the, I just uh, say that I that I, you know, if you, I've always been open to this, but just recently I'm more open to this because I've been watching and, and this is why it's more believable to me. They've been catching things on trail cams. That you are not explainable that we've never seen before, and it's just now showing up all over. If you can search the internet and find all this stuff, 
Bigfoot is the least of our worries, folks. I'm telling you that right now. You see him, you're like, okay, I've seen that before. Now there's these things called rakes. I don't know if you're familiar with these things, but they look like reptilians that are running through forest trail crams. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that I never knew could ever exist in my imagination that are there, that are existing out there in these national parks. So I'm wondering, there's so many disappearances in national parks. I'm trying to put all this together. Um, and underground tunneling systems. You know, I'm trying to think. To, I'm thinking to myself, where are these things coming from? Are these part of? The, are these the fallen angels? Yes, they are. The serpent race, the reptilians, are the fallen angels, and um, they are the ones that have been in, directly in control of our planet for thousands of years. And when when we read the religious texts and we read about how you know Satan is the god of this wor- world, that is so true. You know. Um, because a reptilian by the name of Marduk, who is the son of Enki, those, these are the fallen Anunnakis, by the way, those that carry a high concentration of reptilian genetics. Again, the reason what they, they do what they do is because embed, it, it's embedded within their DNA. So Marduk has been the one who's also known as Belial Ball, by the way, has been the one that has been in charge of our world for thousands of years. He is the extraterrestrial reptilian that all the, the answer to um, throughout history and that's why they set up their secret societies networks uh normally uh it was established as the brotherhood of the of the snake uh and of course the secret society alliance infiltrated ancient summer egypt uh and then of course it is the powers that were i want to call them the powers that were because you know they they know that they've lost and they know that their time is up and um they have been the ones that have been kind of causing all the suffering for thousands of years here on this planet but they they also knew that their time was limited and that explains why they're they're running scare right now they're trying to create all these proxy wars because they know that uh, you know that they're they're about to get exposed and they're about to get eliminated on a, on a on a massive scale so um the fallen angels are the reptilians and the the angels that are siding with god that are here that are considered the allies of humanity that are protecting us um, are actually have been working from behind the scenes. They have been infiltrating the UN. They have been infiltrating the government. A lot of them are able to materialize human form in order to um, thwart uh, any you know evil agenda. And that's the reason, Nino, why we're still here and why our planet hasn't fully been under the control of the empire. Uh, so the globalist programs have actually always been going on. You know, um, we could see it throughout ancient history we could see it through the rise of the different open empires from babylonia where it originated that's why you know even in, in the book revelation it says that the that the uh, abomination of this world is babylon you know babylon is the origin of the reptilian sea and by the way the only reason uh why the ancient israelites were not able to mate with the canaanites and all these other outside sources was because they the other outside sources carried a high concentration of reptilian genetics you know, that's the reason let why me, they were- Let me ask you this. Is, does RH negative blood have anything to do with any of this? RH positive, RH negative blood? Well, RH negative blood um, are those that don't have the primitive gene, the rhesus monkey protein, uh, which means that they come from uh, a lineage that was completely uh, preserved, uh, that carries a high concentration of celestial genetics. So we could say that the guardians, right, the positive ETs who existed in ancient times, right, we read in the Bible how, you know, there was a time when the Elohim, the sons of God were on the earth, the giants were on the earth. Uh, Well, the giants is a different thing. You know, they are the offspring of the fallen Anunnaki that made it with the daughters of men, giving us the giants, um, which, by the way, uh, were wiped out, most of them at least, 
it during the flood. But um, the whole point is that the Rh negative blood type are those that come from the uh, direct lineage that can be traceable to the positive Anunnaki, the ancient guardians of Earth, the angelic, um, you know, the, the those that were in charge of the Earth that were actually fighting the reptilians because, you know, there, there were many wars that took place in ancient times between the good aliens and the bad aliens. Again, in the Bible, it's all condensed as the war between angels and demons. But, right, uh, and I was going to say, there's a lot of people, my audience will be like, well, I just don't buy any of this because I read the Bible and it's about angels and demons and they're, you know, but but really what you're trying to do is explain what they're trying yeah. to trying to understand in the Bible, correct? You're trying to break it down to them what, what, on a on a deeper, a higher level of understanding, right? That, that's what you're doing here. You're not taking away from the Bible. You're expounding on it. You're adding to it. Yeah, exactly. So all those wars that we read about, uh, in, you know, Saddam and Gomorrah, um, all those events that took place from the book of Genesis to Exodus was all designed or orchestrated by these extraterrestrials. You know, the Israelites, the you know, those that came from Abraham, the 12 tribes were actually led by the good guys, right? And then, of course, the Babylonians were led by the bad guys. So we could say that Nimrod, the Tower of Babel, that's an example of a human reptilian hybrid bloodline. That is the origin of the Cabal families. That's the origin of, of um, the families that have been in control for thousands of years. They have a high concentration of reptilian genetics. But get this, in turn, the reptilians beyond our world are also uh, doing the bidding and doing the work for an alien AI that actually transferred itself from another universe. So I know some many people are watching this and saying, what do you mean another universe? Well, all you have to do is study quantum physics and come to the realization that there, there are other universes, that the, the event known as the, you know, what they call creation, right? Where it, where it describes the point of singularity that in which everything comes from, right? Our universe started off as a from from you know an, a tiny fractal that exploded and it's still expanding. Well, that event, which is what we would call creation, is an event that is taking place daily. So not only are we dealing with an infinite creator that is constantly creating universes, but we're also dealing with eternity in this sense. Wow! So it's, <laughs> it's, other it's, like, it's like holographic. It's like it's a it's a multiverse that just keeps expanding on itself. Exactly. Wow. So what we're dealing with, Nino, at the highest level is is uh, the the organic multiverse because again remember the, even the universe is a sentient conscious entity and we are like cells within the the universe just like the trillions of cells in your body are all kind of working in cooperation to make your body function right those are the little ninos right i call them the little me's well <laughs> we are the little virgins we are little micro fractals of the universe and, and and in a sense we are the cells of the universe so when we experience life you could say that it is it is all being accumulated by the overmind, which is what we would call God, right? Um, it's expanding through all of our experiences. It is, it is expanding into higher levels of complexity and order. And that's how the universe works, you know? Um, so not only are, are are we part of a cosmic war, we have been for, you know, for millions upon millions, and, and some even say billions of years because it did transfer from another universe. But the ultimate enemy is the machine. At the highest level of reality, all of the positive races that are aligned to the one infinite creator, which is organic, right? The consciousness of the entire multiverse. So there is, you could say that even our universe and other universes together make even a greater consciousness, which which is what we call the infinite creator. So, the, um, so it's the it's, super consciousness. It's an ethernet of super consciousness that we tap into with our interfaces, which is our brain. Correct? Exactly. 
Yeah. So, so when people get downloads, like when, when scientists get these massive revelations that are supposed to impact our world, right. With these, you know, uh, new discoveries, it's all they're doing is tapping into the mind of the, of the, of the greater mind, which is the larger consciousness network that is holding everything together. As I've one. also heard that when you get that original thought, that aha moment, you and about a million other people got the same thing at the same time. Yes. Yeah, because they're tapping true? into the mind of God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, and that's, that's how we are all instruments of the divine in that sense. When we live in alignment with, you know, with with uh, the, the unity, the law of unity consciousness, um, when we live in alignment with uh, with the principles of brotherhood and sisterhood, service to others, these are the same principles that even Jesus uh, taught, the Buddha taught, and all the great teachers of the past taught. And a lot of people are, are probably going to be listening to this and saying, well, Jesus was the son of God. Well, even he says in the Bible that you are all children of the one God, that you will do greater things. And what he meant by that is he talked about this time where um, our dormant DNA would be reactivated and we would have even greater abilities than just healing, than just the junk, the, what we what some people call the junk DNA. Absolutely. Yeah. He, so he predicted that he predicted that we are going to have these greater abilities. He was referring, excuse me, he was referring to, to the times that we're living in now. And that's what I've been talking about when it comes to, to the emergence of, you know, humans with supernatural abilities, physical angels, because, you know, what it boils down to, Nino, is that the human race descended from the celestials. We are part of the angelic kingdom. We're actually the ninth uh, extended level of, of um, the children of the light, which again, we are descendants of, uh, of archangels the angels are descendants of the angel of the archangels. I'm sorry. And then we are the descendants of the angels. So we come from the divine kingdom. We actually descended into a lower density to experience, you know, matter at its most congealed form. And that's why we're do. That's why we're here in these physical bodies. But ultimately we descended from, you know, these realms uh, where we were immortal, where we were eternal beings of light. And there's a reason why we came down to the earth to inherit physical bodies. You know, um, creation calls for the spiritualization of matter, you know, immortality through our physical bodies. And that's what makes us different than all the other extraterrestrials out there who have actually achieved immortality, but by ceasing to be physical. And the difference between them and us is that we are giving an opportunity to actually integrate our spirit with matter so that our bodies could become immortal. You know, let me let me ask you this. Um, you know, if you look at movies, and I think there's a lot of information in movies. They kind of hide things out in the open with movies. Like, let's let's just talk for a second. Just bear with me here. You know, like you got movies like They Live, right, where the guy puts on glasses and he can see all the reptilians or whatever those things are, those creatures are. Then you got movies like Never Ending Story, and I've always looked at Never Ending Story. That's kind of profound because they always talk about the nothing, right? The nothing that's eating up galaxies and universes. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's AI. I mean, it that's is. basically AI. AI's doing that. The AI, exactly. I, from what I've heard from other guests on my show and, and ideas that I've come up with myself, theories that I've thought about at night. Um, basically, AI is basically moving through the universe or multiverses, eating up galaxies and taking over, correct? So, in Absolutely. a sense, it is becoming a god, but not well, the yeah. god, correct? Well, it's not our god. Right. So basically, you know, um, what I was going to say is that at the highest level is the organic universe multiverse is fighting with an artificial cybernetic inorganic multiverse that is known as the phantom matrix. And you're absolutely correct. You know, this 
this this alien AI, this cosmic alien AI is actually known as a god to the negative aliens. They do answer. So even the reptilians have a god. So we could say that, you know, at the highest level, this alien AI has been at the source of all the destruction in the multiverse. And that explains why hundreds of thousands of galaxies have been destroyed, not only within our universe, but in other universes. So it is like and, the and nothing. That, this thing is the nothing. It's going through eating up, that, right? It is. It is because it feeds off of living organic universes. How do you think it it it, uh, it harnesses energy to power up its own multiverse by sucking up the living organic energy? Because that thing does not have a soul. It doesn't have emotion. So it's not connected to God. We call God source. Okay. In the multiverse, God is this, this infinite uh, well of energy that is inexhaustible. And we see it demonstrated as the central point um of what we call, you know, the galactic core, the galactic core is spinning off energy, right? That's why every galaxy has a big bulge of light at the center, because that is the galactic uh, expression of what we called this infinite, um, inexhaustible source of energy. And we also see at the center of universes, right? That's what sustains the billions of galaxies in place. It feeds them. And then we also see it as universes revolve around the motherverse. There is a motherverse, by the way, and always existing realms that it had no beginning or end. Uh, we see it as the great cosmic central sun, which is the, the ultimate mind of prime creator source. So this thing, in order to power itself, it needs to feed off of living systems. And so what they do is they have been creating... Um, through a technology known as the Merkaba of Death, also as black holes, they have been placing these black holes at the center of universes to suck up uh, the universal life force of living systems and then to harness that energy like a battery to to all, uh, power up their own cybernetic you know, a multiverse where only cyborgs exist. Not cyborgs, I'm sorry, uh, where only machines exist. And so that's what we called the alternative multiverse that we are actually at war with. That's what, that's and so, what we are at war with right now. Exactly. The alternative so, multiverse. But we're also coming to a brink. We're also coming to a shift in humanity. And a lot of people that, you know, Bible scholars, or people that are theologians or whatever, they say the rapture or people that are Christians will say we're coming on to a rapture. Could the rapture be a, a position of where our earth is in, in this galaxy, um, to, you know, in that cosmic sun or the, 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 the what were you, you were saying? The cosmic sun, that's Central. the center of our, what is it? The central sun? Central sun, right. Is it due to a, and I'm hearing there's a shift that's coming, like a solar flash that's going to affect our sun. Is it going to be due to the fact that we're going to be in a certain position in the galaxy that aggravates our sun and that central sun that aggravates our sun, our solar sun, and there's some kind of flash that happens that you would call the rapture? I mean, can you scientifically explain this? Is there a way to Absolutely. scientifically explain the rapture? Is that going to be a shift in consciousness and humanity? And we will see people leave, actually disappear, but they'll be really going into another dimensional realm. Right? Or am yeah, I exactly? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, since 1987, astronomers have been noticing that our solar system, just like the just like how our planets will go around the sun. Our solar system also goes around a bigger sun called its parent sun, Alcyon. So every 25,650 years, they call it the platonic year, our solar system aligns with the central sun. And when it does so, uh, all that is wicked becomes eliminated and all that is good becomes purified and exalted. And that's what we call golden ages. So when our, our solar system is fully embedded within 
in alignment with the central sun, we experience 2000 years of peace, harmony, freedom, and what we call the age of love and light. And then as it moves away back into the dark, again, again, uh, away from the central sun, it goes into the dark ages. And so it goes from a golden age to a silver, from a silver to a bronze, from a bronze to an iron. So right now we are ending that iron age because everything is in cycles. You know, where the way the entire cosmic structure is set up is, is is cycles within cycles within cycles. So everything is in revolutions. And so right now it appears that our solar system has completed 5,200 revolutions of that, what we call platonic year. So that means that uh, our Earth is right now uh, scheduled to, when it does enter the golden age again, to never go back into a dark age. Now, if, if people want to further research this uh, phenomenon, it's called the photon belt. And, and and that's the the monastic energy that comes from the center of the galaxy that purifies um, anything that is negative. It completely bursts it. And that's why when we read in the book Revelation and in, in the book of Daniel, that in the at the end of time, at the end of what they call, you know, they call it the end of the world. But what they're really saying is the end of the age, because the world has never ended. There's always been a shift from one age to the next. Um, and the world has always been here, you know, case in point, you know, there's uh evidence of ancient civilizations that have been here for millions of years and so if people want to research this phenomena it's called the photon belt and and the photon belt um is pretty much what what causes what many call the harvest the rapture you know when all of a sudden we have this timeline split the righteous or the just go into the golden age and then the wicked get purged but what the dark side is doing, the AI that has currently infiltrated our solar system, our galaxy, and our world. And by the way, the reason why Atlantis fell was because of the machine. Anki was fascinated with artificial intelligence. And this is one of the things that was left out of, left out of the history books, is that they were trying to implement um, Skynet and transhumanism during those days. Wow. But again, the guardians, yeah, the guardians blocked it, whether you call them Zeus, you know, the, the Olympians, those were the angels in the Bible. You know, later Zeus uh, tr was uh, translated as the L, you know, the, the God that was leading the Hebrews into the promised land. And then of course he was at war with Marduk, who was the God of the Babylonians, who was the God, God of the Cabal has always been the God of the Cabal. So so yeah. are we, so this right now that there's, there's a coming, are you familiar with this? Danny and Brigley's talked about this on my show, uh, this coming solar flash that they're, ex they're expecting sometime in 2025. Could that be the rapture? Could that be the time when, and look, I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I'm not predicting anything. I'm just saying, I'm just asking you, are you familiar with that? The, the coming solar flash that's going to shift, supposedly shift humanity. I've had, Cliff High on my show as well that's talked about some and I've had remote viewers too that talk about some kind of event that's going to take place that has an a, an, an, an illuminosity of like a 13 if 911 was like a, a 1 this is a 13 and beyond uh, according to Cliff High and some of the re remote viewers that I've talked to so are you familiar with that coming and is that going to be the, the 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 breaking point and also did the Mayans have it right. I mean, did their calendar kind of was based on this? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They had um, a calendar that was in alignment with the cycles of the natural universe, you know, um, which also corresponds to the menstrual cycle of a woman. So technically we're supposed to have 28 days in 13 months, you know, but unfortunately we have been using the Gregorian 
Roman Empire's calendar, which is Cabal. And, and that calendar is is uh, operating not in alignment with the natural cycles. To take of the universe. us off rhythm. Yeah, that's the reason why nothing happened in 2012, because we were, we're like 12 years behind. And it's funny that you mentioned 2025, 2024, because that's when the real Mayan calendar ends it, at wow. the, you know, sometime between 2024 and 2025. No so. way. That's it, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, because if people... you add all of the, if you if you equate all the leap years and this and that, but first of all, the calendar is completely wrong. We're going by the wrong calendar, the Gregorian calendar. Absolutely. And yes. these people, these occultists and, and they're pagans, right? But they go by, they hide the true calendar from us. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't want us to know uh, anything. They, they want us to keep us confused. They want us to think that, you know, we're living according to the right timekeeping system when in essence we are off of the timekeeping systems. We're, we're actually, you know, many people believe that we are in a matrix. Yes. That actually matrix was imposed 6,000 years ago, by the way, by the fallen Anunnaki. And there is this thing called an intergalactic AI computer network um, in which all the reptilians, the cabal, even the cabal uh, are working with this ancient alien AI who wants to ultimately transform us into cyborgs. And that's what we call the Luciferian path. So that's why I warn people about the development of AI. I warn people about even using chat GPT and staying away from the metaverse digital, you know, don't create your digital version of yourself because what you're doing is you're feeding into the AI timeline. So that's what we call the path of the antichrist and every race out there in the cosmos, um, whether, um, Every race out there has has undergone what we're now undergoing, and a lot of them who have actually used AI um, have suffered at the fate of AI, you know, because eventually that AI took over them. So a lot of these races out there that have been compromised or taken over by AI are actually time traveling back into our past to make sure that we don't do the same thing here. So and the, the one- true the true Mayan calendar ends, you're going to say, in 2025? Uh, between 2024 and 2025, which actually also corresponds to what many believe that um, at the peak of the CMEs are going to be coming in. So right now the CMEs are ramping up, which is right. The, the massive coronal mass ejections, right? Wow. And so yeah. it's supposed to peak uh, sometime in 2024, beginning of 2025, which means that that could be the final, you know, release of the sun. That's, but that's going to actually um, shift the entire planet into a new reality. And only the right plain new reality. And so this would be what the Mayans talked about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's yeah. okay. Should we be scared of that? Or are people like my audience be like, or is that going to be like a, a time of celebration? It's going to be a time of celebration. The only people that should be fearing are the wicked because the wicked are not going to, they're not going to have a good time. They're going to be completely burst. They're going to be eliminated from that reality. So are they going to go to a, a lower realm, a lower dimension like hell. Well, what's happening right now is this AI overlord that they all answer to is creating a um, a different timeline uh, through CERN. They have been that's what CERN, by the way, it's it's a technique, it's a technology that they use to create an alternative timeline, and also through a phenomenon known as the Sentient World Simulator, which is uh, AI um, uh, observing uh, or mimicking our organic reality and creating a digital version of our reality uh, through the metaverse and other things. So what they're doing and through augmented reality. So what they're doing is they're the dark side is trying to, cause they know that the simulation is coming to an end, you know, very, very soon. Um, it's, it's creating its own timeline, which is what we call the technocratic dystopia, you know, which is a, a, a the timeline that um, many in the community are calling uh, the fourth industrial revolution, you know, the technological singularity. And that's when, of course, AI reaches super intelligence, which, which is going to catapult 
uh, all the bad people or the people that are aligning with the machine into this, uh, you could say, negative AI timeline. And that negative AI timeline is going to completely split when the solar flash takes place from the organic ascending timeline. And for about a thousand years, those two realities are going to be not coexisting. They're going to be separated. But at the end of a thousand years, which again, just like it says in the Bible. Yeah, we're going to have one final clash against the beast. And the beast is artificial intelligence because at the end, it goes against all life and it consumes life forms. So that's what we're you know dealing with. Right so now. in order for this beast to exist, it's it's a parasite. It has to keep consuming life. It's like a shark. It has Absolutely. to keep moving and consuming in order to keep yeah. its life force. Yeah, because that's all we got to do is believe in God and, and, and be one with our source. That's yeah, what gives you know, us life. Exactly. You know, you, you have to um, live according to the principles that were taught by Jesus, that were taught by Buddha which is, you know, service to others. That would make so much sense for this, not just AI, but like, well, because you're saying the base of it is AI, but that would make so much sense for these, these occultists and these, these pagan worshipers that do these rituals and they drink, you know, I can't say it on YouTube, but you know, you know, that would make all the sense in the world to me because they have to keep consuming, 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 consuming. Um, Golly, man, this is fascinating (laughs) stuff. So do you believe that we're living in a, go ahead. Oh, that's how the AI destroyed uh, the universe that it came from, which is the 11th creation. We're part of the 12th creation. So in the 11th creation, that AI um, consumed all life forms and that universe doesn't exist anymore. And so it got really hungry and it was starving. So because it was so advanced, it figured out a way to leak into other universes in order to harness that energy and keep eating. And that's how it entered our universe. <laughs> I mean, geez, man, how do you this? This seems like something that we could fight it off from the But How do you destroy AI completely? I mean, how is that even? Why doesn't the creator just eliminate it? You know what I mean? Like, this is well, uh, it, the creator has a plan, and that's where, where we come into place. See, what happened was uh, about a billion years ago, even before our universe came into being, um, this AI was already wrecking havoc across many universes, and so there was a, pl- a divine plan devised by our prime creator to create a race that would um, be so powerful that would have the ability to destroy this AI at the end of the, which is what's going to be happening at the end of the millennium. Well, that race is us. And what makes us unique in the grand scheme of things is that we carry the greatest diversity of celestial genetics coming from across many universes put into one genome. And that, my friend, explains why they downgraded us to only use 4% of our full genetic material. Because even at 10%, we would be as powerful as the guardians of old, you know, like the legendary heroes like Zeus and stuff, who are actually working for the one God. Even Zeus said, you know, Zeus, according to the secret knowledge, he was he was a, an angelic, you know. And he even said that he answered to the one infinite creator, that he was just here um, protecting the Earth experiment from the fallen ones. And there were great battles, great battles that were even recorded in the, you know, in the uh, Indian text, the, 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 the Rig Vedas that talked about these, the sky war, uh, the sky gods that were battling for the control of the earth. Well, that is no other than a condensed, you know, the Bible explains it as, as the battle between angels and demons, but it's a condensed version of that intergalactic war that took place in our solar system during the times of Atlantis. Um, so, so these, yeah. so these wars are cyclical, right? I mean, they happen. So is this this war that we're heading into now? Is this the final war right here, or is well, this going to happen again and again and again? It seems like, geez. <laughs> well, remember, like I was saying, that the Prime Creator Source had a had a, a plan device to finally put an end to this AI system, uh, and that is what we are going to be when we use our full deck, 
our full genetic material, which means we're going to be super powerful. And that's why when we go into the thousand years of peace, we're going to have the ability to use more than just 10%, 15, 30%, 50, and some of us we're going to be at hundred percent at the end of the millennium, which means that we're, that's when we're going to have one final clash against this AI. We're going to be able to destroy the AI, right? And at the same time, destroy the phantom matrix inorganic multiverse where this AI comes from in order for, for there to be peace in the cosmos. So we're, we're the solution for that. That's how, how special we are. And that explains why even in the Bible, God said to the angels, you should bow down to men. And who didn't bow down to us? Lucifer. You know, because Lucifer was the first archangel. He used to be, you know, Lucifer was an archangel, by the way. He was the first one to become consumed by this AI that came from another universe. So that's why Lucifer was taken over. So as this progresses this year, the ending of this year, next year, this is just going to keep climaxing, climaxing, climaxing until, boom, that event, that one event happens that's going to shift all of this and uh, separate the timelines. So we should just expect everything to escalate. Yeah. Things are just going to keep escalating, you know, until the shift occurs. Once the shift occurs, we're going to be seeing all, all the negative stuff, you know, uh, which is associated with the machine, right? Chemtrails, everything, five golf, all that stuff is going to be eliminated. You know, all the poison in people's bodies, all that stuff is going to be neutralized by the solar flash for those that are good. Of course, you know, if you're, yeah. if you're living a wicked life, so it goes on intention and your belief in God. And right. if you believe in God, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you call it, you know, just, just establish that personal relationship with this infinite creator, you know, in which expresses itself through all living things. And, and that's one thing about the positive races, my friend, is that they all, they all honor life everywhere in the cosmos. You know, that's why there are these intergalactic police uh, organizations called federations in order to preserve righteousness and justice across the galaxies. This is so fascinating. Um, Ismael, I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. But your your uh your book is called Our Cosmic Origin. You're starting your book tour next week. Um, mm-hmm. you're not gonna to come to El Paso. I'm disappointed in that. <laughs> but uh unfortunately listen, man, not this time, my friend. It's all right, but, but our can, cosmic origin, where can people get this on Amazon, right? Well, yeah, but in order to get the new edition, which is better than the old edition, I added a new chapter which actually explains the last war against evil. Um order it through my website, ourcosmicorigin.com. So if you order it through my website, you click A for Amazon, they will ship you the new edition. Now, I also want to point out that on the 14th of November, uh, for those that live in Utah, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City um, giving a three-hour presentation with Q&A. And then I'm also going to be um, spending personal time with you if you guys attend my event. Uh, On the 16th of November, I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado. On the twenty eighth, on the twentieth, I'm sorry, of November, I'm going to be in St. Louis, Missouri, and then on the twenty fifth of November, I'm going to be in Farmingdale, New York, and then on the fourth of December, I'm going to be in Boca Raton, Florida, and then finally, I'm going to end my book tour in Naples, Florida, on the sixth of December. Uh, what I could do, Nino, is give you my, you know, the Eventbrite for those that want to come and uh, meet me in person. Um, it's going to be amazing. Are, are you trying. holding like a seminar? Is it a speaking engagement or just signing books? It's uh, it, well, what it includes is uh, you're going to get an autographed copy of my book. You're going to get, uh, uh, or I'm going to do a two hour PowerPoint presentation. I'm going to take QA and then I'm going to spend individual time with each and every single person that attends. So it's going to be about four hours, the whole event. Wow. And of course, we're going to be providing uh, beverages and snacks. And can uh, can they can get tickets on ourcosmicorigin.com as well? 
Uh, no, they could only get tickets through the Eventbrite uh, link, uh, which I could always send it to you if you want to put it in Send it to me, yeah. Um, but you should have a, a link on your our cosmicorigin.com. You should put it on there. I should. I should. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't. Newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you should put yeah. that on there. Um, so, man, this has been interesting. Um, I don't know what I'm going to name this interview, but this is, man, there's so much here. There's so much that we unpacked. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> we, you we smile. Go ahead. We can call it the the cosmic war with AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's just so much we talked. I need something catchy for the YouTubers, um, the audience. But I'm sure you'll I'll, think about it. I'll, I'll get it. I'll, I'll I'll okay with you. Uh, thank you for coming on, Ismail, and um, I, I'd love to have you on again as you, as you progress through this book tour and and see how you're doing. Maybe give us an update. For sure, Nino. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on, brother. You got it, my man. Thank you so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hit the weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I gotta go do that right now. Later, my man.